Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. And welcome back to episode 11 of the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. Today, I'm sharing something kind of personal. Yeah, something that may be a little difficult for me. Definitely, you know, hitting me in the in the pride there. But my worst moments as a homeschooler. My biggest mistakes. And this actually came because I overheard a fellow homeschooler say to somebody else, oh yeah, I trust Jamie. She knows what she's talking about. She's been homeschooling six kids for the last 15 years. (laughs) I really just wanted to laugh out loud because it hit me like a ton of bricks. If only they knew, you know? I'm probably one of homeschooling's biggest mess ups. I've made so many mistakes and I've blown it, really blown it so many times. And truthfully, it's a living, breathing miracle that my kids are okay. Well, yeah, the jury's still kind of out on that one, but for the most part. (laughs) But after contemplating what this dear, sweet homeschool friend said, I really wanted to make sure nobody, nobody thought that. Now, come on, everybody makes mistakes, but really I've made a lot of big ones. But if there appears to be any success out of my convoluted homeschooling efforts, I must claim the grace and mercy of God because I look back at the years and I wonder how anything could have come from some of the things that we did. And I mean, actually anything good could have come from them. I have some pretty crazy attempts, but I'm amazed and I'm humbled that we've come the distance that we have come. So I need y'all to know that I've probably made more messes than I can even count. And so this little podcast, this little, you know, this session that we're having is really just going to be kind of the highlights, kind of a sum up (laughs) of some of those mistakes because we just really don't have time to go into them all. But one of the biggest things was that when I made a mistake, I tried to learn from it. And you'll see when we start digging into these mistakes that that's the biggest issue. You know, if you make a mistake, you fall on your face, get up and say, okay, how can I do that differently? How can I do that better? And so my biggest mistakes have been my teachers, but they, you know, of course, always still some of my greatest heartaches. But at the heart of it all, that's what we're here for, right? As homeschool moms, parents to model what we expect from our children. So if we expect them to learn from their mistakes, why shouldn't we? Okay. so. Here goes my truth. My highlight reel of our homeschool bloopers, so to speak. So first mistake, we did classroom at home. The very first year that I homeschooled, we brought the kids home. My oldest daughter was in fourth grade and we kind of became accidental homeschoolers. And so we brought her home and we started homeschooling. And really it was just her and in that first year, 
well, no, her and my second child that first year. And the other two, because I have four at the time, were still going to school. And we actually loved homeschooling so much so that the next year, really, I consider the next year my real first year of homeschooling because I had four kids at that time that we were homeschooling. But that next year, when I had all four of them, I thought we had to have the whole thing, the whole classroom at home. And so that's what we did. We set up a room. I had a teacher desk. We had a chalkboard. We had little miniature desks for each of the kids. And we had classroom at home. And it was, yeah, it didn't work very well. First of all, because I had preconceived ideas that it was going to be just like my classroom. And when you're at home, is a whole set of other issues that you get to deal with. <laughs> Interruptions and little kids, you know, it's just different. It's totally different. The other thing that I feel like that I had done wrong that very first year was that I overplanned. I planned like I would have planned for my classroom. And it just that just doesn't work. Detailed, heavy duty, regular school lesson plans just didn't fit with a family that had four kids. And of course, you know, soon after that, we began to um, start uh, remodeling a hundred year old house. And so that kind of threw a bunch of stuff into the mix. So my plans didn't really work out. Those detailed plans, I kept having to change them because we'd never make them. You know, I, I'd have them listed in my plan book and then we wouldn't do them. So I'd, I'd also feel like a failure because I wasn't living up to the plan that I had initially planned out. So it was crazy. And I started to go crazy. So the second, well, that's actually two mistakes in one. First one that I tried to fit classroom into our home and be just like it was when I was a teacher and that didn't work. Second mistake was that I made super detailed lesson plans and you need to be flexible. So the, the lesson I learned there was Maybe not make your plans so far in advance. Maybe realize that your plans need to be a little looser and more flexible. So two big lessons learned there. All right, so because of that first mistake that year, I pendulum swung and we had a year where I didn't do any planning and we just kind of did, did whatever it was not, you know, it was just, kind of my knee-jerk reaction to the first year when I had planned so detailed. So that year didn't go so well either. It was just, you know, kind of one of those years where we really didn't meet any good goals. We were kind of behind on a lot of things. And, you know, really that's no surprise because as I learned <laughs> that when you have no plan, you are definitely going to hit that that goal right on the head because there's just nothing gonna happen. All right, so second, third lesson learned actually, you do need some kind of plan. All right, so then my fourth mistake was that I felt like I had to adopt somebody else's life. So after all those mistakes, I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna look at other people. What are they doing for homeschooling? And then I, you know, of course, you see all these wonderful people out there who they, they're probably doing an awesome job in their home with their family, their own children, but that does, you know, you don't have to be just like everybody else. And that's where I went wrong. I found somebody who I looked up to and I wanted to be just like them. And so I thought that that would fix my problems. I would homeschool just like this super successful person homeschooled and everything would be great. Mm -mm. No, 
doesn't work that way. So her homeschool fit her family and her needs, not mine. And I learned that lesson quickly. All right, fifth mistake. Round peg, square hole mistake. So this mistake sort of carried over for a few years and I still really, really kind of feel bad about this mistake. But I'm um, learning and we're improving, still kind of a work in progress. But uh, I have a child with, with some special some special needs and at least she's she's overcoming a lot of them now but initially there were some issues we didn't read until like second or third grade and you know so I had I had some things and instead of completely embracing her needs and her differences with her I tried to fit her into again my preconceived ideas of what she should be doing at certain times and it frustrated her and I think in the end it caused her to not enjoy learning as did some of my other children. So it's frustration. I learned that I had to embrace her differences and we had to work within um, the things that she could do. and you know, the little victories that we could find every day. And so we're working on that still. We're doing better and we're repairing that each and every day. So another lesson learned. Number six, fitting into a single homeschool method. So as I've told my story already, the first couple of years I was kind of like doing my own thing, wanted to do this, doing what I thought, yeah. And then I turned and tried to find a homeschool method that I could fit into. Some of these that, you know, we've even talked about on our podcast, but I realized after trying to fit into one distinct homeschool method that I could never do that. No one is ever distinctly only one homeschool method or style. We all kind of overlap in some way into a few different homeschool methods or styles. And so the best thing to do there is to realize that you're going to straddle the fence. You're never going to be completely classical, completely Charlotte Mason or completely Waldorf or whatever it is that, you know, fits, fits your style in your life. You, you've got to realize that homeschooling is freedom and you are free to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that, whatever floats your boat. So it was freeing when I accepted that, <laughs> that I'm not just gonna be one. <clears throat> and so I guess at this point in time, I would say that I learned from that lesson that I'm really quite eclectic. And I think in truth, almost everybody is to some degree. But anyway, that's my opinion. All right, and then the next lesson, haunted by unrealistic expectations. And that's something that really, it's kind of close to my heart right now. I really think that a lot of moms are struggling in that area. We are just bombarded with social media and Pinterest and Instagram and pictures of perfectness everywhere we look. And, you know, I even thought about, okay, oh man, this bookshelf behind me here in our homeschool room, it's such a mess, it's so awful. Before I do this video, I really wanted to, you know, just redo the whole thing. <laughs> I thought, no, I'm just gonna leave it as it is with the games and stuff stuck in there, as you can see behind me, but it's, it's life. It's, let's just be realistic instead of, you know, the fact that we see on social media, these perfect pictures, what we aren't sometimes don't realize is that just out of the lens of the camera there on the right or the left are piles of laundry that 
said photographer just scooted out of the way so the picture would look perfect. So realize that having expectations that you've got to be a certain way or your homeschool has to be just perfect or it's it's crazy you can never live up to those expectations and you know what even even if you're a perfectionist which i am i love to have things in order i love things of beauty um i love art and having things look pretty i mean it's just it's kind of the things that bring me joy but God also gave me six children. And so within that, I've had to come to terms with the fact that I'm not always gonna have order in my life. It's just part of it and I need to accept it and understand that, you know, this is a beautiful, crazy time in my life and one day there'll be order when all my kids are gone and then I'll be missing them. So I've got to embrace what I have right now, what God has given me in this moment and you know, live with that in realistic expectations of my life and of my homeschool. So the problem that I learned with that is that when I embrace those unrealistic expectations, then I seem to want to force them on myself and on my family. And I want to try to live up to these. And then I get angry if everybody around me isn't you know, supporting those crazy unrealistic expectations. And so it's not good. It's not pretty for me. It's not pretty for them. Um, but clinging to a heart of thankfulness for the fact that I've been blessed with a wild, crazy, different, beautiful life is what makes a difference. Gratefulness, thankfulness. So those are the lessons that I've learned there. And I'm not perfect in by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you know, I'll probably get off, finish this video and want to go out there and sweep the porch and make it over. <laughs> but I know who my enemy is and I can be intentional in the fight in that battle. All right, so you know what? There really are so many more ugly mistakes that I could bring up. But I feel like those seven-ish, or so are really the root issues that a lot of my other homeschooling mistakes or even parenting mistakes that I've made stem from. And so, you know, it's true. We all have to work through ups and downs and find our way in our mistakes, learn in our mistakes. So as you walk your path and as you make mistakes, don't be discouraged. Remember the mistakes are our best teacher. It's how we react to them that make all the difference in the world. So get up, brush yourself off, learn from the mistake, and then move forward and do better next time. I'm gonna do the same. So as always, with grace and joy, Jamie.